the underlying technology of, of NFTs and Web3 um, is very compelling and it's here to stay. It's not a hype. It's, it's uh, not just a trend. Um, it's just like in real world society, you know, people want to own, people want to be able to build businesses and have structures in place that help them do that, protect them, give them rights. And the NFT technology is like the perfect structure to do that. Hello, everybody. My name is Stephen Parton, and you are listening to The Feedback Loop on Singularity Radio, where we keep you up to date on the latest technological trends and how they're impacting the transformation of consciousness and culture. This week, my guest is Rish Lotlikar, who is best known as the founder and CEO of Superworld. Rish will explain in much better detail what Superworld is in our discussion but for now, the best way to think about it is an augmented world that sits on top of the real world, much like Pokemon Go. However, in Superworld, users are the ones who actually create what augmented reality objects exist in the world, and they can additionally purchase the virtual real estate that exists in any actual location on Earth. And this allows virtual real estate owners to generate revenue based on the type of experiences that take place in that plot of virtual real estate. This conversation with Rish will go into much greater detail on all of that and how it works with a particular emphasis on the role of NFTs and how this technology can be leveraged for social impact. This is a short and sweet episode with a lot of good details for anybody who is interested in getting an idea of what is possible in this space and for anyone who is interested in learning about some of the tools and approaches that are being explored and might be worth exploring in the future. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Everyone, please welcome to the feedback loop, Rish Lalakar. Before we uh, dig too deeply into the specifics, I'd love to start with something a bit more broad that I think is really relatable for a lot of our listeners, and that's your mission. Um, you say on your website and in, in a few places uh, around the internet that your mission is to build a better world by leveraging augmented reality, blockchain, and AI technologies. What does that look like on a more tangible level for you? Well, you know, we're building Superworld, which is a virtual world mapped on top of the real world. It's around us right now. It covers the surface of the earth. And I think the opportunity is that if we're leveraging immersive technologies like AR and VR, if we're leveraging blockchain and Web3, enabling people to become stakeholders on the platform, and we're leveraging AI, which gives you kind of this contextual understanding of your surroundings. I think ultimately, another way of saying that is we've given people the powers to become, you know, super powers, you know, superheroes, right? Because, you know, you're able to really understand your environment, you're able to, you know, do things or create things um, that you potentially, um, you know, couldn't do in the physical world because of the dynamics of um, using these technologies. Um, and you're able to, again, incentivize people with token structures. And so there's a lot of things that we can do that actually do um, the help the world. And so as an example of that, 
you know, when you buy a plot of land in Superworld, we'll plant a tree in the real world. We've already partnered with the World Bank in the Caribbean for disaster relief related to hurricane season. We did NFT sales, uh, you know, with virtual real estate in the Caribbean. Um, and uh, we, we've also partnered with the world, with the United Nations and UNESCO to help rebuild cities like Beirut, Lebanon and other cities. Um, in fact, about a month ago, we brought together two tribes in the Amazon jungle that have been at war for 500 years to come together to create digital art in the Amazon, accessible from anywhere in the world that allows people to understand and visualize the issues that are happening there, including like reforestation and other things. And so, again, the idea is I think there's an opportunity to really take all this user activity and we're building a world to, to actually use those token structures to do things that are very positive. And so that's what we're doing. We're always trying to learn. And there's mm -hmm. a lot that we can do to do that. And so that's, that's what's really galvanizing for our community. So for people who might not be super familiar, you know, we'll do a, an intro before the, this conversation. So people have a little bit of understanding, but could you describe what Superworld is in a bit more detail for people who, who might not be familiar? Yeah. So again, Superworld's a virtual world where an augmented reality covering the surface of the earth. I use three analogies to explain Superworld. The first analogy is Pokemon Go. That's an analogy for adding digital information to the real world. I have a world, you have a world, brands have worlds. There's an infinite number of filters on the world. So if I come to New York or LA or Tokyo or you know, anywhere in the world, you could say, Rish, check out my world. And I could walk around and you've left me things. You've left a hologram of yourself somewhere. I can talk to you. You're totally interactive. You've left photos and videos all over the world from all your trips or things that you want me to see. You've left, you know, NFTs all over the world for me to discover and buy. So the idea is that you can personalize the real world into augmented reality, and so can I. And so the first analogy is, again, Pokemon Go. It's an analogy for adding digital information to the real world. The second analogy is Foursquare. That's a data analogy. So on the data side, we believe in permissioned use of data. We believe in data integrity. We believe that users should earn crypto for utilizing Superworld. We call it live to earn. This isn't play to earn, it's live to earn. So how do you take these token mechanisms and apply them to things that people are passionate about in their real life? How can I get Nike to go, you know, um, you know, pay for you to go on a run or, you know, Virgin Unite to pay for you to do something that's positive for the community that you live in? Um, so the idea is that, you know, we could really build a platform on the data side that empowers people uh, and utilize these mechanisms to empower people. And then the other big part of it, have you seen that movie Social Dilemma by chance? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so that's a movie about kind of, you know, these data algorithms that we all kind of live in due to, you know, what we click on and what we want to read and things. Um, it's also a movie about how if you and I went to lunch, we'd probably stare at our iPhones for a thousand times during that lunch. Uh, it's a movie about how kids are obsessed with making TikToks and Instagram posts. Um, and so a big part of our mission, I have two kids, is to build a life-enhancing virtual world, not a life-escaping virtual world, right? That's the last thing I want to do is build a virtual world that sucks them into it. 
we are focused on the real world and real world utility. It might sound ironic to build a virtual world, Stephen, that is focused on the real world, but that's in fact what we're doing. And then again, as I mentioned, a big part of that is how do we build a better world? How do we do positive things? And then the third analogy that rounds out that explanation of Superworld is Monopoly. We've taken the surface of the earth and we've divided it into 64 billion virtual blocks of land, each block covering a city block, 100 meters by 100 meters. And if you buy a block, you become a key stakeholder on the platform. You get a share of any of the economics that happen there, advertising, e-commerce, digital commerce, data, analytics, and gaming. And again, you know, we're building applications on top of Superworld. We have a mobile application. We have an NFT marketplace. You can put digital assets anywhere, um, but you can create content anywhere and get it into Superworld. And then finally, in the next few months, we're going to launch a public token as well. Mm. So you're going to have currency. You're going to have the ability to, you know, earn yield from staking. And we're going to have, again, the ability to have governance and other things involved there in Superworld. So it's a world. You know, it's a world focused on empowering people and building a better world. Yeah, it sounds really robust. I mean, what I'm curious about, because I haven't had a chance to dig in too much, is you mentioned how each kind of brand and entity has their own version of the world, I suppose. But you also mentioned the um, real estate um, aspect to it, where, you know, there's this competitive uh a singular or unique entity that you can purchase. Um, <clears throat> how do these things compete? Like, does can someone buy a plot of land and then nobody else can put content there, or does anybody is anybody able to create stuff on that plot of land in their own little private universe that they can share with other people, and then the landowner profits from what happens there? Like, how does how does that juxtaposition between anyone being a creator and people owning actual real estate um, reconcile? It's a great question um, because it also highlights the difference in how we've built Superworld um, mm -hmm. versus a lot of other business models out there. So the standard business model is when you go buy land that you control that land, right? And you have to develop things there. And that's the whole point of owning land. In our case, what we want to do is optimize content creation and discovery. Okay. And so what that means is, is anyone can create anything anywhere and discover anything from anywhere. And so if you don't own the land in Central Park in New York, it doesn't matter. You can do all kinds of things in Central Park, put artwork in Central Park, put kinds of experiences in Central Park. You don't have to own the land. But if you do own the land, you're getting a share of all the economics that happen there in the infinite number of filters of the world that exist mm -hmm. there. And so by owning the land, you're, you know, understanding our vision, you want to become a key stakeholder in locations in the world. And all of those locations, again, are finite, right? There's only a certain amount because we're mapped on top of the real world. And um, again, you're able to um, accrete value to places. So you could do things that, you know, again, incentivize other people to want to do activities there as well. Other people could be doing that as well, independently of even knowing you own the land. And so the idea is that on the, on the optimization side, we want to optimize for content creation and discovery, but we also want to you know, benefit the landowner because you're getting a share of everything that happens, even things you're not even aware of or doing. 
So can users filter out, I guess, which filter they use? Can I say, I just want to see my five closest friends augmented creations on this plot of land and I don't want to see anybody else's? Yep, 100%. That's exactly what it's about. So the vision of Superworld is on the data side, we want to give you permissioned use of content, right? Permissioned, um, you know, ability to view what you want to view as well as, you know, um, utiliz utilizing your data in ways that are very permissioned and monetizing for you. And so the idea behind that is, you know, I want to create a world that you're fully in control of and you're seeing content that you want to see. And I think it's creating a different relationship with brands and advertisers, a relationship that is, again, uh, much more compelling and engaged because you're actually being able to decide, you know, the types of content that you want to see and engage with. And I think overall, what we're going to find is the types of marketing and, you know, things that brands are going to do to engage with their, their customers and their followers and, um, you know, prospective customers is going to kind of increase in quality just because they're going to have to, you know, um, again, create ways that, their um, their followers, their fans, their cu prospective customers want to engage with them. It's a you know a little bit. It's more of a choice, and they're also again being paid for their data monetization. So um, it's got to be a very high quality engagement, which is which I think is going to be pretty awesome. So it's not this dystopian view of you walking around and seeing all this stuff that you don't want to see, and you know, um, being forced to do things that yeah. in augmented reality that you don't want to, um, again, take part in. So I noticed in the app that you have two different views. You have the AR view, which I think we've talked about a bit, but you also have the NFT view. What is the NFT view bring to the equation? Yeah. So again, um, you know, to be clear, we're doing a lot of building. So 2022 mm -hmm. for us is going to be a big year of building. Um, and, you know, again, the vision here is how do we expand what you can discover uh, around you in augmented reality or on that map interface? So, again, we're cross-platform, and so we want to provide that information viewable from a variety of ways. So, on the map view, again, where, where you know, most of our users go and buy land around the world, um, you could also see augmented reality content. So content that is digital placed in locations that isn't necessarily created as an NFT. Or you can create, click on the NFT button. Now you're going to see NFT content placed around the world. And so a big part of digital commerce uh, prior to NFTs was, you know, just digital accessories, digital objects. Um, things that weren't structured as NFTs. So we want to give, you know, our users the flexibility to either create NFT type content if they want, place that content anywhere in the world, or just AR content in general. So you can take a photograph of yourself. You don't have to go through the process of creating NFT. You can just place it anywhere. So what is the benefit in your mind of an NFT as opposed to some alternative like the more traditional um, mediums? Because, you know, some people... A lot of people right now are kind of in this phase of viewing NFTs as a sort of a grift, you know, kind of a um, get rich quick thing that doesn't really offer a lot of value. But you all have things like Superworld and a lot of other organizations using NFTs uh, in ways that are really deeply integrated into their systems. Why did mm -hmm. you choose to go with this? And do you think it is an overhyped technology? 
You know, we've been in the NFT space for a really long time. So it's been about four years now that we've been in the space. So um, I remember uh, back when we started with NFTs, um, even people in blockchain um, really, you know, were still wrapping their heads around NFTs. And we were inspired by CryptoKitties, which was a very famous NFT project. Um, you know, the, the underlying technology of, of NFTs and Web3 um, is very compelling and it's here to stay. It's not a hype. It's, it's uh, not just a trend. Um, it's going to change um, how uh, we interact and transact um, in many ways. Um, so again, what we realized was utilizing NFT technology, we could enable you know, again, um, our virtual real estate platform for people that to, again, in a very decentralized fashion, own locations around the world that they would, again, programmatically have a share of the economics that happen in those locations. So we wanted to give people one, if we're, you know, selling virtual land, um, the ability to know that they're actually the owners of that land in a decentralized fashion. Um, you know, centralized worlds uh, have limitations. Uh, one of those limitations is on the economic side. You know, people spend a lot of time creating things in Farmville and other virtual worlds in the past. And then when those worlds lose relevance, they lose all that time and effort. The game shuts down and all of that time is gone. When you utilize NFT technology and blockchain, you're giving people this independent ownership of assets, these programmatic assets. And the beauty of that is that after you know they spent all these time and resources in building a world or creating content and doing all these things, um, they could benefit because these assets can be sold in a decentralized fashion. And so it really provides a lot of flexibility. And, you know, again, as you know, our vision is very long-term and mm. it's very expansive. And so for us to execute on this very expansive vision, we have to be decentralized because I want you, once you understand what we do, to want to own assets in Superworld because you're going to build it with us. It's just like in real world society, you know, um, you know, people want to own, people want to be able to build businesses and have structures in place that help them do that, protect them, give them rights. And the NFT technology is like the perfect structure to do that. And you mentioned there too, the, your future plans and how you're really looking quite far forward. You know, what is some of those things that you're looking towards? Cause there's a lot of potential right now to go in a lot of different directions. And I don't really think anyone knows. I don't think anyone really knows right now, which way to go. Um, do you have a good idea of where you guys are wanting to go with this? Some of the things you're hoping to do? Yeah. So, you know, I think our focus and our differentiation in the market and what we're seeing from our user activity is that we're the gateway to the metaverse. And mm -hmm. why I say that is, you know, a lot of people don't really know what the metaverse is. You know, what does that mean? Like, how, why does it affect me? You know, what is this whole virtual real estate thing? You know, people, people have all these question marks. 
And, you know, the beauty of a platform like Superworld is they can access this information around them. They can, you know, create content around them. They can discover content around them. But more so, they can go and buy the places in the world that they know, which places they live, places they go on vacation, places that are important to them. Maybe they're a sports fan. They want to buy a stadium, you know. And so the, the beauty of that is they're, you know, first time crypto users, they might open up a wallet for the first time, put Ethereum on their wallet, go and buy their first NFT, which is virtual land in a place that they know and love. And now they're involved in the metaverse. And now they can go, you know, get into DeFi, they might want to do something in AR, VR, they might want to, you know, get into another virtual world. And so one, we've seen that, again, we're serving as this gateway for people to get involved. Mm-hmm. And then number two, you know, our focus is real world utility. So how can we take all of these concepts, NFTs, you know, AR, VR, blockchain, all these technologies and create things that actually in, impact and enhance your real life? So as an example, you know, we did an NFT um, last week that allowed the buyer to get a real world access to a luxury club in New York and Miami. Right, called Custom House. We did an NFT of a 3D yacht at the Monaco Yacht Show. We did NFTs in the Caribbean with the World Bank to raise capital for hurricane disaster recovery um, in the Caribbean. You know, Barbados is building an embassy in Superworld to provide government services in augmented reality and virtual reality using web three to their citizens. And so the idea is, you know, what we're focused on, our differentiating factor again, is let's focus on building things that have real world utility. That is the difference in what we're doing. Yeah, it feels like a lot of this is like leveraging creativity and aesthetics in a way that uh, incentivizes, I guess, positive social capital. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, again, I think there's an opportunity here to use these structures, tokenomics, other incentive structures to give people, you know, information and capabilities to do things that they're passionate about. Mm. And, you know, I think that if you allow people to do things that they love, um, and, and get people in groups doing those things and give people access to different things. Um, I think there's a lot of positivity that comes out of that. Um, and so we're building a platform that, again, um, enhances people's ability to create, discover, and monetize around them. And really, again, as I said, you know, holistically as a company and as a world, we're focused on how do we take some of those things and you know enable the very positive outcomes that are possible when you use those technologies in that way. Yeah, do you see yourself leaning more into augmented reality than with this technology to kind of keep that real world aspect? Or do you think the VR world has some of the same potential? Because it feels like you're leaning away from VR in a lot of ways. So I use the word, it's a great question. I use the word AR quite a bit because we're mapped on top of the real world. And so in one way of thinking about it is it is augmented reality because this content is accessible from anywhere in the real world. However, the fact is technically we're AR, VR, MR. Literally we enable people to create any type of content 
and access that content from anywhere. So I could be, you know, again, sitting at home and I could look at a hologram of a teacher because I want to do an educational course, you know, in my living room, that's augmented reality. Or I could go right into space from my couch into virtual reality, right? And now I'm, you know, in a totally immersive virtual experience. But the fact is, is I'm doing all of it from my living room. And so if I could track that, monetization, track that user activity, it happens on virtual land that covers the surface of the earth where I live, right? And so that's the, that's the um, you know, the reason I use the word AR a lot, because there's a, this kind of real world um, uh, relevance to everything that we do. So what technology are you most excited about right now in terms of helping to revolutionize this world that you're trying to build? Is there a certain tool software up and coming you know idea that you think is gonna help bring the world into this future you know there's a, a mix of technologies and i think that's the um really exciting thing about what we're working on is you know it, if you, we bring together immersive technologies like ar and vr Apple built AR Kit, AR Core comes from Google, Unity Engine has a lot of tools in that space. Uh, you know, Niantic, the company that built Pokemon Go, has a, a, an AR developer kit called Lightship, which is uh, super interesting. Uh, and we're very close to them. Um, you know, on the blockchain side, we're blockchain interoperable. We're built on Ethereum right now, but we're integrating with Solana. We'll integrate with Polygon. Um, you know, there's a lot of exciting things happening in DeFi. DAO structures are going to really revolutionize activity in Superworld, where you can get together with, you know, your friends or your, you know, local softball team or whoever, and, you know, create initiatives where you can raise money and do things together in the real world. And so DAO structures are going to be very exciting as they go more mainstream. And the beauty of this is when you bring together technologies and innovation and ingenuity uh, with these types of goals, um, you know, I, I, the beauty, I think the really awesome thing is everyone's raising their hand to get involved. And we have this, we have this, um, you know, movement and we call it team Superworld. hashtag team Superworld. emoji earth emoji heart and people love that. And so as people get together, the ideas that people bring is what I'm most excited about because we have the tools to execute them. And all we need to do is really understand what those ideas are. And, you know, again, get the right people around um, all of those ideas and, and move forward. So it's, it's really about execution now. And um, we're very excited about that. I love it. Well, as we come up against our hard stop on time here, are there any thoughts that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Maybe something you guys are working on, an up and coming release event, uh, anything you'd like to just share? Yeah, you know, I think in, in kind of a continuation of, of what I was just mentioning, you know, we've really built a movement here and everyone can get involved. And there's a lot of people who, again, are new to Web3, new to the metaverse, new to some of these concepts and technologies. And I would say that if, if anyone in the audience has questions 
wants to learn more about our mission, get in touch. You know, we're at outreach at superworldapp.com. I'm at CEO at superworldapp.com, so you can reach me directly. But we'd love to have you on board. You know, if you understand our vision, go buy land, go get involved as a, as a key stakeholder on the platform. You don't have to buy land. You can go create NFTs. You can create content. You know, it's again, it's free to use Superworld. But the idea is that, you know, if you understand what we're doing, the opportunity is to get on board and help us figure out what we should build alongside you. So the beauty here is in Web3, we all build together. You know, it's a, it's a very collective community-based kind of opportunity to build a virtual world together. And that's, that's I'd say, it's the most important and exciting thing about this. So I welcome anyone who's listening, get involved, uh, take that first step, and we're excited to welcome you to Superworld. Wonderful. We'll add links to those things the, uh, in the show notes. Rish, uh, thank you so much for your time, man. I thank you. I know you got a lot on your schedule right now, so appreciate you coming in chatting thank with you. us. Yeah, no, thanks so much. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, can't wait to be back. So thanks for the opportunity.